The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody knows I can keep going. You see me looking, baby. Come get me. Corey Overtime Uh, welcome to UFC Unfiltered, Matt and myself. Uh, it's good. I, I very rarely see you in studio anymore, so I'm happy we're here at the same time. I, I had a crazy... The month of October, I was gone every weekend. I had two guys fighting. I had the show with Dana, and I'm back. And I'm very happy. What a special day today is. I know. I always like we have an in-studio guest, especially when it's a guy I know so well and like. You know, it's, it's always easier when you, when you know the guy. Uh, Steve-O. Um, uh, I didn't realize you were such a big... As many, long as I've known you, I didn't know you were such a big MMA fan, which is great. Yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. Now, here's how much I love it. Okay, I'm always doing shows for my comedy tour on, on Saturday, whenever there's events, Saturday night. Most of the time, like, I don't get done back to the hotel until 2 in the morning. And so I will take my Instagram app and move it off the front page of my phone because I might inadvertently open yep. it up and then find out a result. Word. You know, like, I'll so. But now here's what drives me it drives me crazy. It like so crazy. I, I'm a paying uh, a paying ESPN Plus subscriber. Yeah. Okay. So now I I I move the Instagram app off my homepage and then I get back to the hotel room and now I'm gonna watch the entire card until like five in the morning. Uh oh. Right. But I open spoilers. Up, I open up the ESPN Plus and the the thumbnail the the actual image that I have to click to watch the card. Gives away the fucking outcome. It's so frustrating. Or once in a while, you click on and it's live in the middle of a fight. If it's not that late, and it's like I didn't want to do this. I wanted to right. go back to the beginning and right. start. Uh huh. So let's start this stuff off by saying ESPN, get your shit together. Oh, dude. So 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 <laughs> I send. Yeah. So I send. Dana follows me on Instagram, so I can DM him, and I send. I send him these like furious like rambling like i was like yeah I, the last one i sent him was like can the can the fucking genius who picked the the image of of reyes dropping weidman to be what i click on to watch the fucking main card giving it away yeah. can that person lose their job please that's, <laughs> that's, that's a terrible especially day of yeah, yeah it's on a best of highlight six weeks later but the day of is ridiculous <laughs> I know, and and then uh, and then Dane is like, I sent your, I, I, I forwarded your DM to the president of ESPN and the number two guy at Disney. <laughs> wow, that's great. The number one guy they won't fuck with at Disney. The number two guy will hear your complaints. Right, uh, but um, so, so yeah, it just it just drives me crazy, man. I mean, I, I, please, just please, ESPN, whatever. Uh, promotional art, whatever the poster is for the event before the event takes place, just stick with that afterwards. Because those of us who can't watch live, they we come to ESPN Plus to we don't want to know what happened. Have you ever accidentally, when you're going back to watch an older event on Fight Pass or whatever, or whatever it is, you have uh, 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 results on where they should? There's a, there's a setting where results you don't show results or in the uh. results. So if you want to just click through and, and write something or check one result. But I accidentally had it on, so I went to watch, and all the fucking results, I was like, oh. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you, the UFC has their act together. Yeah, you know, the second I met you, I knew you were a fan, because you brought up an, an old-ass documentary. Uh, yeah, the, it's an HBO documentary called The Smashing Machine. Yeah, it's about, about Mark Kerr yes. and Mark Coleman. It's just so fascinating because here, like this guy was just destroying everybody, and the documentary shows like the the, the whole origins of uh, of MMA and how it came. It wasn't exactly like USADA approved back then. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, they, they they go through like it's when bad. it was when there were no rules, bare knuckles, the yeah. whole deal, like. 
and uh, how it, and, and so now this guy Mark Kerr was dominating everybody so much that they sent a, uh, a documentary crew to follow this guy just about him being the champ. Little yeah. did they know that they were documenting the guy just unraveling you yeah. know like with uh all of this this addiction to painkillers and just him shooting himself up and god it was just an intense documentary have you seen it jimmy no I've you, not. you really it, you would like it it's intense it's got dude. bass rooting in it oh okay yeah yeah, yeah i don't got, think uh, i've never heard of it till you said it yeah it's it's uh it's epic dude it, right it, it's super epic it's funny what you could do back then and now greg uh greg hardy has a uh a win overturned because he doesn't right. have, well sure. wouldn't you kind of know that I like, know. how did he get an okay on that? Who who said okay? Nah. You can do that. Um, he said it was a commissioner that said it was nah. okay, but it was like I feel I feel bad for my buddy Dean Thomas. I mean, he was in the corner. Yes. you know what I mean. So, right. but uh, did Dean and say? I, yes? I, I talked to Dean. He goes, man. I go. He goes. It was a split second decision. He they pulled that thing out, and they go, no, it's approved. And then I asked the guy there or whatever, like, you know, and then right. he said, oh, is it is it approved by the commission? He goes, it's Yosada approved. And then they did it. So the second they sat back down, Dean told me, he goes, the second I sat down after that in the corner, I go, that's not the last we heard that. Oh, dude, he everybody so, went mean, crazy. He got like, it, I mean, he really like sh- should have known better, but sure. like, it, it's one of like, I would be like, yo, what's in the bucket before, unless he had it in his fucking pocket. I mean, what's in the, check the bucket. Right. And like, what is the inhaler? Is it like an asthma inhaler? Yeah, yeah man. It's a Ventolin asthma inhaler. That's, yeah, you can't use anything. Dude, it's fucking, it is actually. To open your lungs. It's actually crazy. insane that it, that it's it was totally insane. Everybody went you know, completely crazy. All the tweets that went out like yeah. right away. It, did, it, they, it, did people see it when they did it? Because I watched it on. I was watching On Demand in my hotel room at like three in the morning. Already damn well knew what the fuck was going to happen. Like, did you see the Did you see the post fight uh, talk when he was uh, doing the post fight interview? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was pretty cocky about it. Kind uh, of. Exactly, because it's like I don't like the playing. You can't play the victim in this. And I, right, I, you know, listen, Dean Thomas is a very, very close friend of mine. I met Greg Hardy. Uh, this might have been the first time I ever talked to him, and he was a you know polite guy, nice guy. You know, he was. I, I, he was walking down to go to the training room. He already had his mouthpiece in. I go, oh, shit, man, you're ready, huh? He's all smiling, you know? And he looked really into it. He's, I, you know, Dean Thomas said he's a hard worker. Yeah. But you really can't play the victim. You have to... When's the last time you've seen anybody do a fucking... Ve- in any right. kind of combat I, I, Honestly, sport? I would say Greg Hardy. I've never no, seen never anybody seen do that. <laughs> right. well, I mean, for, I mean, even in... I've never seen anything remotely like that. Right, yeah. But they went easy on him, right? They, uh, oh, I don't know. They, he, he was... It was no contest, not a disqualification. Yeah, I think no contest. So yeah, it was a no contest. So that means what his record is now five one and one. Well, it's it, it just it's embarrassing. I feel I again I I feel bad for my buddy Dean. Like he, it, it was a split second decision. He told me and uh, oh wait back to the uh, Greg Hardy. And by the way, it might have been a uh, maybe someone said yes and that's why they didn't give him a DQ. Maybe that's why. Right. Yeah, right. it was yeah. a confusing type thing. Right, but oh, he, it, but it was a DQ for that illegal knee. But when Greg. Oh, yeah. But when yeah. Greg Hardy says that, um, you know, I, you know, when he's in the post fight thing, saying, you know, I did everything right, and yet I'm in trouble again. Right, and, right, right, right. Well, right. you, you got to really, you didn't do everything right. There's a lot of guys with asthma in the fight, and I'm sure. And uh, I think it was Eric Anders or something's like, yo, man, I have asthma. <laughs> I right, wish I could sure. use that shit. Yeah, like, you didn't do everything right. If you did use an inhaler in the corner, yeah, you didn't do it. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know. I never like, fought MMA, but I intuitively would know you probably can't open your lungs in the corner. Right. You can't have a sip of coffee, man. Fuck. Yeah. Coffee's legal. It's, it's legal by your side. You can't have it right there. It's crazy. I don't know. It's. It, I should have known better. He, he's not going anywhere. I think. I think we're going to see plenty more of Greg Hardy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he's entertaining. You know. Yeah. And uh, and the guy he fought was no slouch. Right. So you he, know, what he's, are you going to uh, do? He's his own only enemy so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you watched from the beginning, then, obviously. No, uh, or no, I mean, when? Yes, but I've only really been just a super diehard fan for uh, I don't know, like a few years, I guess. We mentioned off air that you got the Bruce Lee shirt on. Yeah, uh-huh. I got, like got this in the UFC store. I love it. Um, but yes, yeah, so 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 what to talk about, man? Um, we uh, like I, I um, I'm buddies with with Chuck Liddell. And, I love Chuck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah I saw something yeah. you guys did together. It was uh, yeah, we, in the desert. We we went down to Peru and uh, did this mountain climbing show together, and that's where I, I found this dog in the streets. Oh, that's oh, right. I remember uh-huh. you told that story. That's the Wendy, right? Right, that's Wendy. Uh huh. So um, so yeah, and then uh, I guess like I just have all these uh, you know, random uh, you know, MMA connections. I'm buddies with Joe Rogan, and. Uh, 
like John Jones. You know, he came to my show in Albuquerque. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I've been doing this cauliflower ear thing with Chuck Liddell. What do you mean? I was well, we we're in Peru, right? And I said to to Chuck, I was checking out his ears, and I was like, "Man, dude, your ears are so cool. Do you think you could give me cauliflower ear?" And he says, uh, man, if anybody else asks me that, I'd say that's fucked up. But for you, <laughs> for you Steve-O, yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> so you try to do it? Yeah, and I was, I was like, well, doesn't it take years over a whole career? And he says, no, I think if I pop you with the right shot, we could get it in one go. <laughs> so he's so a smack in your head? Well, yeah, well, we, we did it. Like, uh, we, we, we've, we balanced a fucking uh, golf ball on my ear. And uh, he used a, he whacked it off with a, a golf club. Yeah, and and I and I went and um, let's see, I, I was I went to the Dallas event when uh, Woodley just dominated Till, and yeah. uh, and um, I, I wanted to get Dana White on camera just to say, hey, like I'm I'm working on getting cauliflower ear with Chuck Liddell. Like what like what do you think? And um, and it was so it was so crazy because that was the one time at a pay per view where Dana White did not go into the press room, so I just had I just got to hang out with him while all that was going on. And he said that he that uh, he said, "Look, man, the, the ear is really fucking easy to rip off." He said that you have a buddy who uh, got his ear ripped off somehow. Yeah, I had yeah. I had something personally that happened. Oh, it was it was it your ear? It was no, it was it was me in a situation. Oh, but and you ripped off someone's ear. No, I, I did that. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to. He might be listening. I was supposed to go to the Marines at ninety two. Yes. Right out of we know the story. He had Matt's headphones. No, 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 no. The guy. Uh, no, no, no. The guy came to my place of place of business. It was nineteen ninety two. I was in the delay entry program for the Marine Corps, so I didn't know what this would be. One year prior to the UFC in nineteen ninety three, so I didn't know what I was going to do out of high school. Long story short, this 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 meathead came up to my work with like twelve guys looking for me. Thank God it was at my work, my place of business. If it was elsewhere, it would have been worse. He got me in a headlock face to face, like if we were like this, Steve. Like I, uh -huh. cheek to cheek. So I got his head and I got his ear because I, you know, I thought the guy was going to kill me. Obviously. <laughs> right. And um, like Jorge. So I did that, and then he. And the, and the whole thing came off. They checked me. I went flying. My pizzeria boss jumped in front so I didn't get jumped. He got his nose broke. It was a melee. But, uh, you know, why do we... Well, you brought this up. But, uh, yeah, 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 how easy How about this? Yes, it comes off very, very fast. Right. That's why it's very important to understand framing in jujitsu. Just just because you're on the subject of biting. And I teach this. One of the first things I teach in self-defense, like I teach to my kids, everything. Whenever somebody's trying to get close to you, there's a certain frame. See the frame I'm making? Okay, with my arms. Yeah. If I did the same thing like this, this will slip. If we lay on the floor right now and you do this frame, I could put my whole body weight on that. Okay? So there's no way you're powering through that. So if I fight a fucking psycho vampire, I could just fucking, he's not going to be able to get to me. Like a 17-year-old fucking maniac. But uh, again, man, in a street fight, it's not a, I tell my guys, don't go seeing if this shit works. You want to see if it works, jump in a fucking naga, jump in a grappling tournament, like, uh, you know, take a boxing match. In the street, they're going to bite you. In the street, you can get your fucking, your nose, your your ear. That ear came off like like this. And I'm being totally honest. But then again, look at my neck. You know what I mean? Like a fucking Rottweiler! <laughs> no, 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 no. Cut the shit. There's a guy walking around with no ear. Cut the shit. Seriously. And there's a dog in here. You don't want to get attacked. Imagine <laughs> my guts got bit. Uh, <laughs> no, he, he looks like a fucking. He looks like Steve O before he got fucking on the wagon. He's all she, mellow. She didn't even move. Yeah, yeah. She didn't That's fucking move. That's a very do chill dog. That didn't But um, thank you for bringing up my psycho past. Now, listen, I got attacked. And when that shit went to trial, it was exactly when Mike Tyson bit Amanda Holyfield because it was six years later when it went to civil. The oh, civil suit. That's almost, you know, about, how many years? I think there was, uh, oh no, he did fucking six years horrible. Well, listen, I'm not proud of it, but I'm not, I'm not fucking ashamed of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got attacked, Steve-O. Here, dude. Steve-O's checking is, his uh, fucking Instagram over there. No, no, no. No, he's showing you what he, with. I can't. What about I mean, that's where, uh, Chuck kicks a football into my ear. This, this one. It's so. <laughs> this is not good for like your head. <laughs> Wow. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You kicked the football right did, into your ear. That's fucking this that's great. Yeah. Did you then, that did you get did you end up getting the cauliflower? I got, I got a little bit, but there's more here's the here's the golf club. It might just be a bruise, bro. That's not good. Oh, it I, might just be your ear getting filled with blood yeah, because you're fucking whacking yeah, it. Check it out in slow mo. Aren't you afraid of like popping your eardrum and losing you, your hearing? Yeah, do I uh I mean I probably should be. Then again, yeah. how many times have you gotten logical questions like that? <laughs> Aren't you afraid of, you know? Right. 
But in any case, uh, so yeah, like Chuck's the greatest. And, yeah. and, and we were at the screening for his uh, Chuck and Tito documentary. Yeah. They did 30 for 30. Yeah. I, I, I never I, heard. Oh, man. It's, uh, it's a, an ESPN 30 for 30. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's so Ooh. fucking fascinating. It's really about how Chuck and Tito ushered in, like, the, the UFC, like, becoming mainstream. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, maybe I did see that. Wait, and and there's nothing nice that gets said about Tito. Yeah, (laughs) virtually not. It's it's almost sad. It's almost sad to watch how like. Isn't, like Tito just gets gets just shit on the whole time, <laughs> the and, and Chuck is just presented as just this this hero, just this great guy. Yeah, I, know? Think, I, I interviewed Tito uh, about a week ago um, on the morning show, and I think he referenced that and how a lot of stuff was cut out that he wanted in, and it made yeah, it look pretty bad. They yeah right 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 and uh, you know I saw I saw Tito at dinner after, and I was like, hey man, I just want to give you some love. Oh, was he gonna give the guy a hug? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It wasn't a positive experience. It wasn't not for Tito, man. But it, but uh, but then again, whatever you know. I mean, that's what happens when you show up at the weigh-in wearing a shirt that says "Dana is my bitch." Oh <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't, don't do get that. along. Well, they have a they have a long time relationship. Right, right. Yeah. He was man- wasn't Dana managing him and Chuck at the oh, same they time? Oh, they knew each other for he a was. long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. that, they they go they get into all that on the on the documentary. But yeah, that therein <laughs> is a lesson that fucking Colby Covington should pay attention to well he likes to be outrageous he does so i mean he's just silly like he right, just tries but, to but, be but, it's like you can't really believe it because then when you catch him he breaks down the fourth wall he should just you got to either stay in character yeah or just you know because you know he looks stupid because a lot of times he's like oh i i did this to you know i do this he, he knows he's we know he's playing the heel so it's like it's not as fun as we us not really knowing it just really thinking the guy's a, a tool well, like, you know what I mean? Well, right, but but there's one thing when you're playing the heel, and there's another thing when you actually go out and say, if Dana, the Dana White cannot yeah. put the belt around my waist if or when I beat Kamaru Usman. Yeah, he's trying to be outrageous. Like that, that's, that's crazy. And like <laughs> the thing about the Colby Covington story is that it is so compelling after what he did to Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Like, it's like, holy crap. He's a, like we he's could, a legit fighter. Yeah, you we, know? we could be looking at like an actual fucking champion right there. That would be like so. I don't think he beats Usman, but yeah, I mean, uh, he is better than people want to admit that he well, is. Well, it's definitely a hero versus a villain fight. Yeah, I mean, he's right. smart. He's smart. I mean, he's got people interested in seeing him fight. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And uh, I, I hate to admit this, but I think I'm more. I'm more engaged, I'm more like passionate about disliking Colby than I was even like about rooting for for Lawler. And and, yeah. and Robbie Lawler is like the most likable, classiest guy in the sport almost. Wait, now only because I keep forgetting and I keep wanting to ask you. But that's I, brilliant marketing that, that him making you dislike yeah. him more than you like the other guy, right. which is what Connor's great at, which is what sure. a great at. Right. What, what about you making me forget what the fuck I was saying? I don't know. You were going to say I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, look, Jimmy, I'm a little jet lagged. I'm sorry. That's okay. All what right. were you going to say? I don't know. What the fuck I was going to say? Steve O. We were talking about fucking. Oh, wait, hold I on. Forget I, I know, I know, I know. Okay. I know. It was in the beginning. What's What about you and. Uh, what was I hearing about you and uh, Justin Bieber? What the fuck is that? Well, I. I just when uh, is that old or is that new? It's 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 it came as, as soon as um, as soon as as Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to the octagon fight. Oh, he did right now. Now I recently bought this this little camper van. Okay. Like with the, the intention of making it into a podcast studio, which is, you know, like with like microphones mounted on the windows and shit. And I'd okay. like travel around, drive people around and talk to them. So I had like a, a list of, of people and questions I wanted to ask them. And Dana White was on the list. And my, my first question for him was, how has there not been a, uh, a celebrity ultimate fighter? Like a celebrity <laughs> contender series, right? Yeah. It's like they have Dancing with the Stars. Closest yeah. we ever did with that was the CM Punk thing. Right, 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 a great right. Guy. Uh-huh. Celebrity boxing they have. Sure, yeah. but, but but how come there's not been any celebrity MMA? And uh, and then, and I already had that question written down on my little whiteboard. 
And then all of a sudden, Justin Bieber challenges Tom Cruise to a fight. That's and a- I'm like, I'm like, well, no way. This is exactly what I want to talk about. And uh, it just happened that that week no. I got invited by uh, by Dana White invited me to go out to Vegas for the the okay. uh, season three contender series uh, premiere. Nice. And, uh, and so I, we loaded up the fucking podcast van and drove out there. And I was like, dude, I think uh, Tom Cruise is afraid of Justin Bieber. But I'm not, so make the fight. He's 60, though, isn't he, Tom Cruise? He probably is. Yeah. He's, 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 uh, he looks great, but I'm just saying. Maybe he's up there, yeah. I think, he's, I think he might be like 55. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Shit. What the fuck is it? What, Justin Bieber's calling him out? Was he joking? Just, he I mean, I don't know. I think he's half joking. Like, you know, I think he's half joking. Well, I don't. I think Steve O's serious, aren't you? Well, Steve O's okay. I, I would have. I mean, dude, here's the thing. Have you ever Dana, Dana wanted nothing. To fucking do with it, <laughs> he said. I don't know uh, yeah, what he said. I don't know what commission would put on that fight. He says I think you'd have to go to Mississippi or Alabama or something like yeah. that. And I was and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? You know. Right. I mean, for me, I I told him that uh, I think it's a great fight because I know Justin Bieber can throw a punch and I know I can take one. <laughs> but what about your offense? <laughs> You're looking to uh, hurt him with your face by I mean, getting I, his fists? I've never. I mean, I've have never, you ever trained? I've never done any meaningful training. I mean, I, I've I've been in like situations uh, in bars yeah. where has wh- anyone ever? Tra- you have, did you ever? Did anybody ever reach out to train you for this? Um, who reached out to? Tra- I mean, there were a bunch of UFC fighters that said, "I'll, I'll train." Oh yeah, you. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Where are you located? Where do you live? I live in LA. All right. Too bad, man. I would. Hey, if you want to do a camp, I would definitely train you for this. Cool. Me and Longo. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting up Longo. You know who Ray Longo is? Ray Longo. I love that you how don't. Do I, how I do love I that know? you don't know him. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Ray Longo. Yeah, gotta... forget it. He's only yeah. known in very small circles. <laughs> He's a, no, no, no. He runs a fight team with me. He's a Sarah Longo fight team. He's okay. Chris Wyman's trainer, ally acquaintance. Okay. He was my head coach, tall Italian gentleman. He looks like almost like Big Pussy from fucking uh, Sopranos. <laughs> All right. He could be an extra in fucking Goodfellas. Yeah, he probably <laughs> He was in some fucking shitty movies. Yeah. He was. All right. Very, very low budget. But anyway, it's, it's not going to happen. There's, there's, right. there's no fucking way it, it would happen. But I was telling Dana that uh, that I would more than gladly just get obliterated by Justin Bieber, you know, to to raise money for my girl and I to open up an animal sanctuary, which oh, okay. is our which is our dream. But you know what? And what's even better dream is that you beat Justin Bieber, you That's choke true. him out, <laughs> and then you open up your fucking yeah, little hippie there animal you go. farm. There yes! you go. Don't, you fight, don't fight him. Just ask him for a loan. <laughs> no. No, right, he's got a fight. You, you guys are both right, and yeah. um, and uh, well, here's why UFC wouldn't do it because they fought so hard to get legit, uh, legitimized and legalized right. everywhere that they wouldn't do anything that risked that or something yeah. right. that happens. That makes perfect sense. But you could find someone who would put that on. Where do oh, they do the bare knuckle fighting? Uh, that uh, Barstool or Bill Burr has something to do well, with. Well, bare knuckle's different then. That they're not allowed to. I mean, if anything, I get, I, I I get a hold of Steve and teach him how to grapple. No, no, no. But where's that state? They might have a more lenient athletic. Right. Relationship. Well, no. What I got to do is get with fucking Masvidal down in Miami and do it in the backyard. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, you can do that. Isn't his story amazing? Uh, uh, dude, it's great. Coming and up from fighting in Miami in the streets. Yeah. I can't believe it's this. Are you going to the fights, Jimmy? No, I will it's be this away. No, it's not. It's in two weeks. Oh, it's not yeah, this, this weekend? This they, weekend they put, is yeah. Singapore with Askren and Maya. They put this Saturday, didn't yes, they? they did. Why do they fucking... I don't want to look at them. I don't want to look at them It struck me as odd, but then uh, it struck me as we were wrong about that, but then I'm like, I doubt myself, and then Steve-O remembered. Uh, it's not this Saturday. It's no. Singapore this Saturday, and the card starts at 8 a.m., you oh, gotta, you gotta wonder if, uh, if, if the UFC is really in love with Askren when they've got his cards. Oh, let's talk about that. They, yes, let's talk about they, that. When, what do you think about like, Ben well, Askren versus Damian Maya? Well, when, when you ship a guy off to Singapore for a main card that starts at eight a.m. Eastern time. You gotta wonder how much the UFC really loves the. Yeah, guy. but it goes for the opponent too, though. They're I, both going over. I there. think they're also in a way. I don't think it's that they dislike her because he fought there before, so he's very popular there. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, he's from yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. He, yeah, yeah. He's and he's in the also one. a guy who I think that I mean, Damian Maya is a brutal fight for anybody. Sure. But I think that they want to put him against somebody who is not necessarily a striker. After Lawler and the way that went down, a lot of people thought that uh, that was kind of a, an, an odd ending and that he might have lost that one. And then after Masvidal, I think they want to give him somebody who's going to be on the right. ground with him and let him either shine or right. lose on the ground. And, and I don't want to suggest that the, the UFC doesn't like Askren. I just wonder, and I think you make the point right there. I think that's 100% correct. He was fighting in the one 
Yeah. It, yeah. So I uh, smell a back take. I smell a. I smell a back take and a strangle. Maybe, by Damian yeah. Maya. But I'm a jujitsu. Well, Steve, nah, I am a jujitsu man at heart. Jimmy always brings right. up my heavy fist that knocked out Frank sure. Drake. Not to do with anything. No, no, but I like I to like mention them. Yeah, you every almost every show, and it embarrasses to. me. But the thing is this, Steve O, uh, and the title I got with my fist by knocking out George. Don't absolutely. Bring up, don't bring up the I, I wanted to close with that, but you mentioned it. But so. the thing is this, Steve O, at heart, I'm a jujitsu man. Right. Hezo Gracie for life. So I'm going with Damian Maya. It's so funny when I saw the Wait. predictions by all the fighters, all like the wrestlers, like yeah, I'm a wrestler. I'm going yeah. with, and you know, it's like it's like it really is almost like a style versus style, like wrestling yeah. versus jujitsu. It, it was uh, UFC 205 um, when it was Damian Maya versus Tyron Woodley. Was that right? When they had like the least strikes ever thrown. Didn't Maya throw more strikes in that fight than Woodley did? If I'm correct. In fairness, I think Woodley threw the shoulder out, but. I mean, uh, dude, how about Woodley just not showing up for that Kamaru Usman fight? Like, uh, that was a rough mm, one to watch. I, I, I don't know what it was. Like, a guy that good, I never thought I'd see him dominated 50 45. Like, he would lose, but that was incredible. Right. And now, okay, so back to Masvidal and yeah. going to Miami, right? I was down in Miami. Uh, after the, his five second knockout, which which in reality was a two second knockout, yeah, yeah. let's be real. It was travel time. It was it, it was it was, <laughs> yeah. it was it was under two seconds yeah. knockout, and uh, we were just so psyched. So we went down to Miami, and my dude here, Scott Randolph, who I travel with, he says, "Yo, you should tweet Masvidal." I'm like, "All right, fuck it." So I tweet, put on Twitter. I said, "I said, yo, game bread fighter. You know, I'm in Miami. What's up?" And uh, he gets right back to me. He's like, dude, no way, man. Let's have... So we go out to dinner with uh, Masvidal and, and his uh, manager, Abe. Right? Met him at the gym, hung out. Just such a, such a cool dude. And uh, dude, we, 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 talk, we talked so much fucking different, so much MMA shit. Uh, he said that, okay, so his manager, Abe, also manages Woodley. Yeah. And John Jones and all, all these other people. And he said that Woodley had a rap album coming out like the, the next day or like right, right at the same time. Mm. And what he said Woodley was more concerned with his fucking rap album than he was with defending his belt against what's Usman. The, what's the name of that song again? I don't know. You Jimmy? liked it. I'd say oh you liked it my, I wish they I had did. it on hand. I really wish they had it on hand because I think, I think we all want to hear it. No. I would say that, that the vote is not necessarily as one-sided as you're hoping it is. Steve looked at me like, you don't want to fucking hear it. Well, I, I'm a little close to that because there was a point before so... before I got sober where I was I was trying to make a comedy gangster rap album. Yeah? My, yeah. Oh, oh. And, and if they, that represented the darkest, worst period in my life. So, oh. so, yeah, I think that like when people are known for one thing and then they try to become a rapper, like there's it's it's a, huh? it's a well, tight... Like, would you go to a Jeremy Renner concert? <laughs> He might be great, but I can't right. picture them doing something else. It's, it's Kevin a, Bacon. It's, it's hard a, to wear many hats, Jimmy. Yeah, it, it's it's a, some. I mean, Jamie Foxx had a successful thing with the uh, you yeah. know, but but whatever. Well, so, just, once you guys think it's once you guys uh, you know you think it's hard to do the, to conquer like maybe fighting and music, give a listen to this. <laughs> Go guys. <laughs> Oh man, wait a fucking way to drop I, the absolutely. goddamn. Way to drop the fucking ball. <laughs> Literally. Ready? Ready? The they, worst timing. Whew. Ready? Come, turn that no, shit turn it up. lower so we can. No, no wait. And now he's he got the oh, wrong great. one. Oh, this is great. This is almost that, as yeah. good as the, the fight this weekend at MSG that I thought was going on. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
so, so, so we don't have any way of knowing how good Usman really is because Woodley didn't fucking show up for that fight. You, I mean, I mean, he's also, you know, he's beaten many of asses. I mean, he, he beat Woodley. And he beat Damian Maya. Sure, but I say that, though. Yeah, he beat RDA. He beat RDA handily. Right. Handily. Uh-huh. RDA's a stud. Yeah, but so did Covington. I mean... Yes, it's true. So, really? so I say that to make the point that... We, like we really don't know. Maybe, maybe Covington Listen, does I, beat Usman. I think possible. Yeah, it, well, first of all, he's got great cardio. He mixes it well. I mean, together. Dude, he he did the Dagestani handcuffs on Lawler. Yeah, the what now? The Dagestani handcuffs, like fucking. Oh, Khabib. you mean behind the back? Khabib, oh, I got gotcha. Khabib when he ties up your yeah. legs and keeps you down. Yeah, but he's, he's but Lawler's not the grappler of uh, yeah, the right. wrestler of. Can, can he do that uh, to tomorrow, Usman? And also, right. will he be able to pressure Usman, who's I think stronger? Uh, I think Usman is a stronger fighter. I think, fighter I think he's, he's oh, got the heavier hands too. I right? mean, dude, it's just Colby's be a volume guy. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's just gonna be fun. Doesn't no, it help man. knowing they don't like you? Like sometimes, yeah, hundred percent. I love when guys like each other, and like I like the way. Even though I kind of wanted to see Jeremy Stevens win, like we spoke about before, yeah. him against uh, Yair was a great fight. Can I? Do, I gotta, that, the yeah. interest in that was not just the eye poke, but the fact. By the way, Yair's right. sister was the one videoing that, so I think there was a little listen, more. Real, to and that. about that, and uh, just have two seconds sure. on it because I know I was very vocal about that. Yes, I gotta. I really gotta chill out a little bit in a sense where I forget because I'm very young minded by hanging out with like young people like yourself yeah 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 but uh <laughs> young man you know, no, I, I i forget that i'm 45 and these guys are like oh, half man, my I'm age. 45 too give me a kiss yeah me. dude <laughs> but uh it's like i forget that <clears throat> i'm 20 years older than these guys and then i think about myself when i was their age and i was a fucking maniac and i'm like you know what man like i saw you here and i and I, i'm good friends with his uh one of his instructors mario you know what you i didn't know? like was when yair like fucking like, he smacked he's like smacked the mic or whatever like like on the dot I'm, about that also i like he, I, people been uh dming me people been giving me messages about uh saying that i thought he was yelling at michael bisping and he really he was, wasn't well, I mean, he did he, he said he a little temper tantrum yeah no i understand but i, I can understand that part of it it was the next day that bothered me you know what i mean when the he jeremy some, stevens moment in the yeah, hotel lobby yes but in, like in the cage, even with Michael Bisping, because people have been yelling. Well, some people are coming at me nicer than others, saying, "Oh, you're saying he was cursing at Michael Bisping? He didn't say that. He was basically saying that sh- that motherfucker talked a lot of shit about Stevens. That's yeah. what he was yelling to right. Michael. So he was hot. I can understand training for a fight and it not happening, even though it was him sure. that did the f up. Right, exactly. Dude, you don't you don't poke a guy yeah. in the eye and then act like a fucking butt nut about it. Oh, trust you know? me, I've been going like, nuts like about you're, it. Like you're mad. I you seen know? him all week last week, right? When uh-huh. I seen him, and uh, at first when I'm seeing him, I see Mario get low. I give like a head bob to him because I was still. It's hard for me when I'm not liking somebody to then be nice to them to their face. Like, but yet I have such. He's got such a. A, a pleasant demeanor about him, Jimmy. He's not acting like a heart. He's always smiling. You're, t- you're and, talking about yeah, you know, respectful. Yeah. Yes, he's and very dude, respectful. Dude, I gotta, I gotta give it to him that he is no, such respect. a dynamic fighter. Yeah. Like he's just such an odd style, and he's got so many yeah. different kicks. And you know, he almost looks like uh, you know, just like, no, like he's great, man. I think we gotta give him a pass for the way he acted the next day. He's still when you're that age, you're still coming into your own too, man. The age is part of it, sure. And then. You know, but I, I like where we're going here because when we talk about people acting a fool, kind of like like what? Steve was like, well, he's like, that's my specialty. Well, not only kidding, buddy. No, no, for sure, it is my specialty. But I mean, like more specifically, like kind of unsportsmanlike shit. Like yeah. take for example, we saw it a, a week or two ago. Uh, Pena storming out of the octagon because he that didn't was my like, boy. That was Matt Matt Fervola, right? The steamroller Fervola. Right. Who beat him? And it right. might have been a close fight. But that's but, how you're there, there, there was there was nothing. No, there was angry no, Bob Ross. There was nothing fucking scandalous about that decision whatsoever. He didn't like the decision, so he threw storms out of the octagon. I'll, it's a bad look. I'll tell you what, it is not a bad look. Is angry Bob dancing in the locker room before? <laughs> did you see that? You did see that, uh, of course. Oh shit, Jimmy, find that. Yeah, I'm putting them the works. They fucked up. So you gave Yair a pass? Oh, I touch him. I'm just saying because it kind of vindicates me because I was the one sticking up for you. No, 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 no. Right. Hold on. First, first of all, I don't. I totally don't agree with you still, I and I think that was. In the wrong stuff. I'd love to ask How he acted that. in the hotel room. I don't think it was predetermined. I don't think he was trying to sell a bigger fight. I just think he's, you know, he's oh. an alpha. He's a young alpha, and he's mad, and he's mad the fight didn't happen. He's going after him. But look, they made up at the end. Yeah, I like that. And I've I've seen him. I've what I'm saying to you now. I said to him to his face. Oh, you talked to him. I yeah. seen him when I, I seen him That's several right times. To the point. Well. <laughs> 
I like that about you. You, you like that I bring up twenty minutes later that I no, actually talk to him. No, but I like I that you're very. No, no. What I mean by to the point is oh. not right. I'm seeing you're a blunt guy. Well, and I don't you'll like say to be, something I'm not to a, fake a person, guy. right? So, and I and and I was hanging out with Mario like a few days. That that's one of his buddies. And I go, Mario, is the kid a good kid? He goes, Not mad. He's a good kid. He's a good guy. And Mario's my age. He came up with me from in, in uh, Hensel Gracie Academy. He's the first uh, Mexican over in Mexico to get a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, no, this guy's legit. He's a good friend of mine. And if he vouches for Yair and the vibe I get from him when I'm interacting with him. So I, when I was leaving my room to go to the hotel, to go to... Um, to uh, the uh, air, to the bathhouse, to the airplane, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, bathhouse. So you were leaving your uh, hotel. I was leaving my hotel room, and as I get out my door, I see him and a couple of his uh, buddies because my room was right next to a place with some chairs, or whatever. So I went up to him, and uh, I, I was talking to him like I'm talking to you about all this. I'm like, man, you know, I didn't like how you. The day after, but you know, sometimes I basically the same thing I just said to you. Like, oh, I forget I'm older, and you know, you seem like a good guy. Mario's a good friend of mine, and he was cool as fuck. You know, what did he say? Nah, he was like, you know, okay. No, he seems cool. You know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't shitty. He wasn't, you know, we didn't really get into yeah, it. You know, but, but he was uh, okay about. He it. was definitely cool. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and you know what? What really helped was the end of the Jeremy Stevens fight. Yeah, and, and then there was I'm there sure was the guys in a good mood too. There was respect after yeah. the, after that fight ended, and so it's all good. I, now, I, by the way, I, I like when that happens. I'm such a fucking I'm such a rom com idiot. Like I like <laughs> when they're happy at the end. I just like right. when the fighters make up. Sure, and, you know. sure. And can you think of a time where they haven't? There's been a couple where they haven't. Connor Khabib did oh, not. Ronda, Misha um, Tate. Uh, Luke Rock called Mike shaking. Bisping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a big that one. Is, I'm just laughing because that's Bisping, a really big that's one. A big one. Bisping's yeah. is, Bisping is hysterical. Is he the best? I oh, love him. Right. Oh, right. not for nothing. You see his knee done? Look on Instagram on that shit. He's no. the I got to talk to him because you know I got to get my knee done. I'm yeah, walking like fucking around. Oh, horrible. Uh, he got a totally replacement, I think. It dude, How's it looked he doing? Like, I don't, I mean, if you look on his Instagram and stuff, what, didn't I ask for something they didn't find it? These guys disappoint me so much. <laughs> well, they're, they're nice guys. They're getting the paint on mine list, which I don't like. I, I would strike know. one of them. I asked for something. I forgot what I asked uh, for. We, we, we got to we gotta get Corey Anderson on the phone. It's one yeah. o'clock. That's what they're doing in there. Yeah, he's in that okay, weird good. booth. Uh, and he's fighting Johnny Walker, who's who's taking Oh, dude, out. Johnny Walker has just got to be the most colorful, most fucking exciting yeah. fighter just coming up. But this is, yeah, I can't even wait for that. It's a scary fight, though, because, uh, you know, Corey has a way of just, just you know, timing that takedown and making good guys not look so good. Right. So this well, is exciting. I mean, they're basically fighting to see who gets to, you know, who John Jones. John Jones, I just watched a, a Chael Sonnen uh, YouTube video. And got this fucking Chael Sonnen guy, it's like, I'm so conflicted about him. Why? Because, he, because he's, he's, he's insightful, he's articulate. Yeah. He's really articulate and insightful, but at the same time, it's like it can be really difficult to like the guy, you know? Have you ever talked to him? I haven't. He's I haven't. literally chale is at times, like especially when he's fighting Anderson, he's difficult. He's a friend of mine. He's one of the nicest guys. I'm sure he's, he is. He's awesome. I'm, I'm sure he is, and I and, and and I hear it sounds like I'm in, insulting the guy, and maybe it came off that way. I, I, I'm glued to his YouTube stuff, and he, and he just put this video out saying how, uh, and God, the way he hates John Jones is so entertaining. Does he hate him? I mean, basically, yeah. He's candid about it too, very, very candid about it. And he's like, he says that John Jones is in is in, in this position where he doesn't have an opponent. He says, not. He says, never have we seen a champion with the belt go for so long without having an opponent or a fight scheduled. And it's an interesting point. Yeah. But who's so, he going to fight? I got to sorry to interrupt you, Steve. Maybe a, Reyes after this win over I think Chris so. because I mean, I look, he's so. already fought, uh, Santos is having surgery, and that was an incredible fight. Anthony Smith, he's already uh, right? fought uh, Gustafson. He's fought twice. My eyes are sure. bad. He has Ray, not fought Blahovich. I don't believe. I think right. I think Reyes for sure, and I think that we look at this Johnny Walker Corey Anderson fight as a, a big one. You know, the winner like, of that. Yeah. I like Steve-O's uh, opinion on that. I do. Too. I agree with everything you just said. I mean, you can't deny Dominic Reyes, man. And he, you know, he looks so and, good. And uh, he's yeah, passed yeah. every test, you know. I Dominic mean, this was a big test. against uh, no time. But, uh, Clo the, yeah, that could have went either way. I yeah, mean, that, that was a that close was, one. Was, that, yeah. I thought Uzdemir won that fight. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a highway robbery. Uh, but I do think that Uzdemir won. It, it, it was it was it was a it was a virtual chink in Reyes's armor. Yeah. The, the no time fight. But he, but you know, he's a but, gro he's a growing fighter though. I believe he approves every fight. You know what I mean? And uh, he's doing the right thing. He's hungry. 
and he's going to be a problem for anybody. And he's strong because he knocked Chris down going backwards the way that Verdum yeah. got knocked out by Stipe. Going backwards and throwing that punch. I mean, he is a, he's a, a strong, powerful guy. <clears throat> I said strong and powerful. They're redundant. You've been in that booth for a little while. Are we good? We have Corey? Okay, awesome. <laughs> He's interviewing Corey for his own podcast. He's like, right, come he's, ch- he's changing the plans for this weekend because he thought he was going to the fights. And oh, shit. yeah, he did. All right, Holy let me see. Fuck. I want that card, though. Uh, it is amazing that uh, this is a uh, prelim. It's a prelim. Fight. It it's a feature. Prelim. By the way, those are always fights they have faith in. I'm just, I don't know I'm saying that to him. I'm probably going to say it to Corey because I, I think it's pretty. He's good. only 30, Corey? He's young still. Don't say that to him. Oh, I think he said he looks older. No. I don't want someone to say that. <laughs> no, that's good. No, but I, I, I felt he was older. I, I guess that's not a nice thing to say. Yeah. Oh, I love it. it. Makes me want to dance. Yeah, it's a great no? song. <laughs> yes. There he is. There he is. Corey, how you doing? Does he see Steve-O? No. He might be a fan of Steve-O. Oh, hey, yeah. Did you ever watch Jackass, Corey? Of course, of course I know what? Steve-O is. Do you see him? Can you see Steve-O? Oh. Show Steve-O. Yeah, we got a celebrity in here. Yeah, we can see him. All right. All right. Just letting you know who we hang with, Corey. I'm, I'm kind of bragging that we got Steve-O in studio. Yes. <laughs> I'm jealous. Y'all got better friends than me. Yeah, Corey. Hey, man, I enjoyed you on Joe Rogan. I, I really Perfect. did. Thank you very much. Yeah, dude. And it's exciting. that, that we're, We've been saying the fact that, that you and Johnny Walker as a prelim is unbelievable. I mean, that's... Uh, is it headline in the prelims? It is. It's it's a oh, well, you know, in that sense, it might be even better because more people see you when you do that. Yes. Don't you? How do you feel about that? Exactly. That's what you just said, man. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Uh, I sat with Hunter and then when we first agreed on the fight, Hunter Campbell and Ali, my manager, that's what they said. <laughs> we're going to put you on the pay-per-view card or we will make you guys headline the prelims to get more attention. So when they started adding all those big fights, I had a feeling they were going to move me down to the prelims. Right, so does that, does that air on ESPN? Not ESPN Plus? Because I think that's where all the viewers, like the, the most eyeballs, I think, is ESPN on TV. And not to mention, personally, when I used to fight, I was the prelim many times, and I loved it. I fucking loved it because I get it over with. Yep. And then I'm like, all right, now I get to just chill out, watch some. If it's a good night, usually fucking, I get, if the fight goes well, then you get it over with, you get to just relax, take a shower, watch the rest of the fights. Hey, right? Cor- Corey, I got a question yeah. for you. Okay. Hold on. He'll answer did... mine after. <laughs> uh, Steve-O. So no, it's all right, Steve-O. <laughs> the fuck? I know he's... Steve-O's happy to be here. I really, I, I really, I really am. Now, okay, Corey, we, we, were, we were talking before uh, before we went on, I think, we um, that, that Johnny Walker's, like, only real, uh, like, injury, his most serious injury, he, he got while celebrating... What was he? He blew out his shoulder. <laughs> he did like a backflip. Yeah. He just, you know what? He just just dropped himself on the mat. Oh, the the backwards. He yeah. just threw himself backwards. And, and and so now, like we were saying that uh, that I, that I had heard something about this injury that he that he gave himself while celebrating, like hasn't gone away. That he's still dealing with it. And Jim made the point that he would never admit that. But my question for you, Corey, is. Uh, do you have it in your your camp? Are you training? Are you planning to target that very injury that he gave himself while celebrating? Nah, you know my plan to go out there and target his whole body. My plan is to go. No, I don't think about one thing because if I go out there playing and on this one arm, just like okay, think about the last week with Joanna and uh, Michelle Waters or whatever. Waters, Waters yeah. Everybody was banking on Joanna to miss weight, thinking there's going to be a problem. Then she made weight easy, and look how she performed. You go out there in your mind thinking, oh, his arms hurt. I'm going to target that arm. It could be a hoax. He could just be saying that just to get me to think on it and then use it against me. I you know? it. So I don't even attention to that. And, and, and can I, Corey, can I add one point? That if Corey was planning on doing that, he would not say it on unfiltered <laughs> 10 days before the fight. <laughs> right. Actually, it's the I best would. answer anyway. Oh, you I would? would. You can go to game plan, but you still got to stop it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, the, pretty much he knows you probably, he's assuming, I guess, that you're probably going to try to take him down and you're assuming he's going to want to stand up. 100%. Yeah, but it's all but how you, you go ahead. make ass out of you and me all the time. I love the way you make, this is a very dangerous fight for Johnny Walker, I feel, because you're, I mean, it all comes down to styles making the matches, you know, and uh, he, he does well with other strikers. He's putting them away, but he's not, has he ever fought a, a grappler with your ability, I'm trying to think. Who's he? 
We fought one Russian, what, like two years ago, who was a wrestler. Guy went out and right off the get, they touched gloves, dude threw a jab and took him down. And dude took him down all three rounds and held him down every round. But dude gassed out and Johnny got up. And when he got up, the dude like leaned over with his head down and Johnny threw a knee and put him away. Yeah, that but Johnny Walker knee. Well, well Cor- man, Corey, what I like about your wrestling is your MMA wrestling. You mix it together nice with the strikes. You don't. You never look desperate for that takedown. Who do you credit that to, Mark no, Henry? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm a mixed martial arts. Hell yeah. Yeah. How's Mark, Mark Henry in them? The striking coach. He'll be the first one you hear in the corners calling for a takedown. <laughs> but it's not because he's fancy for a takedown is because the combo land is so nice that the takedown is there now. He calls a combo and the guy gets to lean him back and his legs are open or he steps hard or whatever it is, the opportunity is there for the takedown. And Mark, you guys know, you see the fights. Mark (laughs) is a a genius with this. He can break it down. He can analyze a fight on the the go. It's like calling an audible audible in NFL with Mark. So if he sees something, he's going to call it. And it's usually with our hands, the way we set our hands up, the takedowns are usually there. Also, when you do land on somebody, as a fighter, a lot of times the instinct is, oh, you're hitting me? Now I'm going to hit you. And that's when if you land a combo, when they go to get some payback, you're underneath them. 100%. Just like guys go kick for kick. Yes. You can set that up as well. I know if I kick him, he's probably going to kick back. Yeah. So kick him, and when he kicks back, catch the leg for the takedown, you know? That's and a lot it. of fighters think that way. You set up different things. That's just part of being a mixed martial artist, fight IQ, and being smart in a cage. And according to you, you said kick for kick. Uh, do you think that's an instinct where a fighter just doesn't want to be kicked and he wants to strike back the same way? Or do you think that's to establish uh, that if you do this, I'm going to do it back to you? Or do you think that's something that somebody's not even thinking of, that it's just a reaction, like almost an angry reaction? It's just a reaction. You know, if somebody jumped out if somebody jumped out of a corner and scared Matt right now, I guarantee his reaction is to punch him. Because he's a fighter. <laughs> it's somebody true. caught me off guard. It's a reaction to swing. It's just what we do. So in sparring, you're trained. If somebody kicks you, you kick him back. You know, he hurt your leg, hurt his leg. Make him not want to kick you again because he knows it's going to come. So sometimes you can think about that. Okay, I know if I do this, he's going to do this. It's called calculating, calculated risk, you know. I can take this risk that it might hurt my leg, or I can take the risk that he might throw one back, and I'm going to shoot on So you're almost setting him up to do what you want him to do. A hundred percent. What do you think about the rest of the division, too? I know uh, Steve was telling us that uh, uh, Chael had criticized John for not having a, a fight lined up. And obviously Cormier is still being listed as, as a possible in uh, as number one in the light heavyweight division. We all know he's probably not coming back down. So what do you think the... Uh, I know you're worried about this fight only, but uh, you have... It looks like Reyes is possibly going to get Jones next if they can work that out. And if you are to win this fight, where do you think that puts you? I mean, at this point, like you said, I'm worried about this fight. It got to the point where I stopped thinking about what's going to happen after this fight. Because when I stepped in to fight Glover, I was told if I beat him, I'd put B right in line for the title fight. When I beat Alir Latifi, I was told that was no more contender fight. Sure. But it's kind of like now, it's, I feel it depends on how well me or Johnny, however, whoever wins, how dominant that fight is, and who they're going to put in front. That's kind of like Kamora uh, Usman and Kobe Covington. Usman got the shot before because he went out there and dominated those signups. He made those signups look bad for five rounds. And even Dana White said, yeah, we're planning on having Kobe fight to unify the belt, but after that performance, we got to put Kimura up. It's who's going to sell the most tickets. So it depends on who goes out there and put the most exciting show on. That's who they're going to promote to get that title fight. You're right. Sorry to interrupt you. D- didn't Colby, though, he went. He had a, a surgery, I think. He said it made his breathing a little bit easier. And in that little delay, maybe they wanted to give it uh, They they wanted to give it to uh, Kamara. I don't know. But they, they said that Colby was going to uh, get the next shot, but he didn't. And I think it was because he had a surgery. I'm not sure about all that. All I, I think it's also awesome because he said a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> Rankings and all that stuff doesn't matter. They're basing it off of who's selling tickets. That's kind of what Hunter told me. He said, when we mention your name, the needle doesn't move right now. We're trying to find that fight that when we put your name out there, people are going to be excited. You know, and Johnny Walker, when they say you against Johnny Walker, that was one that people raved about. Yeah, we want to see that fight. That's a good fight. So we feel if you go out there, whoever wins this fight, if it's very dominant, we can't say where you're going next, who's going to get who. But if it's dominated enough, yeah, you could get the next title fight. And if it's not talked about, then we'll go the other way. So you just got to go out there. I just got to go out there and do my thing 
and can't worry about the title fight. I can't worry about what's next. I can't worry about what happened yesterday. I got to worry about what's going on now. Stay focused and get it done and just get the W and we'll go from there. Very That's smart. a great way to say it. Because, and also the fact that he told you, well, hey, your name doesn't move the needle. So was, my next question, I think you've answered, when, when you're in the middle of a fight, you don't. that doesn't occur to you. Because like, Cormier admitted that he was hitting Stipe because it feels good to hit somebody instead of taking him down. So some, sometimes the aesthetics or what feels right in the moment it overrode what he knew was the right thing. You don't allow that to happen. What you say? It's one hundred percent true. I, I did an uh, interview. I don't know if it's your connection, or my connection. Say we got a poor connection. But uh, I did an interview the other day, and I was asking about the OSP fight, and I said the reason I got sucked into the game and OSP, even against your boy um Gian Matt yeah. in those fights, <laughs> we were you can hear the crowd cheering when it's striking. And that's how I got caught. And with OSP, I was grinding him. I was doing my style. I didn't give him an opportunity to hit me, but very few times. And the third round, Mark Henry told me, you just, you're winning two rounds left. Go out there, push this guy against the cage. If you can get him down, keep him down. If not, keep him on the cage and keep grinding him. Do not give him any space because he's going to throw that head kick. Do not go to the right. Stay pressured. Don't go to the right. And when I was on the cage, you can hear the crowd start to boo, and you let that entice you. You let that get in your mind. You're like, I want to, I want to get people booing me. So I bagged off the cage and decided I was going to strike with this guy, and I forgot about the game plan. I went right, Man. and he threw the head kick that Mark Henry called that he would, and just like that, and like Mark said in the back when I came to, and we everything was good. It was going back to the hotel. He said, if you just didn't go right. This walk would be so much different right now. Oh shit! And, and it makes yeah. Well, listen. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? Well, listen, Corey. You no, you, you, you sound extremely intelligent about everything right now. Uh, it, right and now, and now it makes sense because as I know and as I learned myself in there. Those are the toughest lessons, man, when you're fucking not. I mean, I don't want to say humiliated. I'm talking about myself when you're humiliated and you're like, fuck, man, if I only did this and I got too heated, fucking, you know, it changes the course of a fight. But ultimately, that's the reason why you're so smart right now, because it really did raise your fight IQ. A hundred percent. I did that. Uh, I think it was after I beat Gian. I made a post and said the same thing. When I lost to Jimmy, I got knocked out in Jimmy during the same situation, trying to strike with Jimmy. I got knocked out of OSP, and I was on the 2017 top 100 knockout list, whatever, twice. And people was tweeting me and commenting me, trying to bash me, like, oh, yeah. you suck, you're an F-class fighter, this, this, and this. But then all I had to say, I sat there with my wife, and I said, where are those two now, and where am I? Look at, look at that. Jimmy had just got knocked out. Fourth time retired at OSP, I lost two in a row. And like I made a post and said, their highlight reel was my stepping stone. I was a highlight, yes. Hey. But I took that and I learned. I watched those fights till this day and I realized what I did wrong. And I said, we cannot do that again. If I want to be the best, we got to train like the best. And that becomes being smarter. We got to be more intelligent with our body and everything. But we're not going to make those mistakes. I'm a mixed martial artist, and we're going to do what I do. I'm hitting I the fucking applause fight. button. <clears throat> I'm hitting the applause button. Yes, you deserve that shit. That's, dude, this is, are you hearing this? I am. Yeah. I get, I'm sorry. Maybe it's the espresso, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're the moving the needle over here. My needle's move. That came out wrong. I yeah, got no, exactly. <laughs> My, need, my needle's not move. Yeah. I'm hyped up for the fight. Yeah. You know, uh, to, to the point about what, what comes next for Corey. I, I want to say back to the interview that you did with Joe Rogan. I thought it was really interesting, a lot of the stuff that you were saying about John Jones getting special treatment, how they shut down the whole Performance Institute. Nobody was allowed to go in there and train because John Jones was in the building and this whole like uh, kind of a thing. And, and for me, that really made it interesting. Like uh, it really made me want to see Corey fight John Jones. It really, really did. And, and the idea that, uh, hey man, like success d doesn't need to change who you are. It doesn't need to change your attitude. There was just so much humility in the way that that you were talking to Joe Rogan about that, Corey. That you got me. I got to say, and I'm buddies with John Jones, but he got me really interested in that fight, man. Well, I like where his head's okay. at. His head, his head's right on Johnny Walker. Look at him. I know what he's gonna say. Yeah. I, I gotta worry about one thing. Yes, people. Somebody messaged me this morning about John Jones. And I just, I didn't even respond. Uh -huh. Anytime somebody says to me anything right now about John Jones, Dominic Reyes, anybody else, it's just people go, like, "Oh, you should say something." But it's like for what? I got yeah. my target set on something else right now. In two weeks, my performance will speak enough. And when I get the mic, I'll either say something. 
or I'm not. You know, whatever happens, I'm going to act like I've been there before. And I'm going to be professional about it. And I'm going to keep going. It's my job. Whether or not I can't do it, Dana White is my boss. So I, I can bitch and moan, whatever it is. At the end of the day, like my father told me, so you don't get your chance. What you going to do? You going to quit? You can't. You're in a contract. It's your job. You go do the next thing. They tell you to go fight somebody else. You fight somebody else. You do your job. That's it. Dude, give me that applause button, man. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I was going to do it. I was trying to, I don't want to get crazy with it. You're motivating the fuck out of me. I want to do some push-ups, man. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. All right, let's oh, let him sorry. go. He's got a fight coming on. <laughs> yeah, listen, good luck. Uh, you are uh, the main event of the prelims, uh, November the 2nd uh, in Madison Square Garden. That's a huge card, Masvidal Diaz. Um, good luck, Corey. It's always, uh, always nice talking to you. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, dude. Big right, fan, man. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it, Steve. I'm a big fan of yours. You guys have a good one. All, All right. right. Yeah, Take man. care, Corey. Take care, buddy. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I love it, man. Hey, listen, man. That's the right way to look at it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's intelligent. Everything he's saying was, was on point. Yeah. And it takes those tough losses to do that. I remember Caro kicked me. And I go, oh, yeah, I went the front kick him back. He tackled me. Sucked. You know, a couple of elbows in the face. Don't They, they suck. I mean, I mean, Steve might like it. Yeah. I fucking don't enjoy it. Football you know? of the Year is one of my favorite um, things I've seen in the last five years, by the way. What, I, what, what is That football to your ear. Oh, thanks. <laughs> by the way, Steve always promoting. I want to mention yes. too. Steve's doing stand up, and he's really fun to watch. His shows are almost always sold out. He's doing uh, Timoni and Marilyn McGoobies, which is a great gig right outside of uh, Baltimore. Uh, and he's uh, that's uh, this Friday, Saturday. He's going to be at, uh, at, at Helium Comedy Club um, in Philly next weekend. Sorry. Uh, and he'll obviously start the jackets. We know that. Um, so Timonium Magoobies and also uh, Helium Comedy Club next weekend in Philly, which is a great club. Two good, great clubs. Uh, what really quick? What made you like? I mean, you're how long have you been doing the comedy for now? Uh, nine years. Nine years. Yeah. And it, did it come naturally? Did you say, all right, listen, I can't keep fucking doing this jackass stuff. I'm, like, was, I'm getting a little bit older. It, it wasn't that. The, the first time I ever tried stand-up was actually over 13 years ago. Wow. And uh, somebody invited me to do a stunt at a comedy club. And, okay. And I was I was, still wasn't sober yet. I was all out of my mind on drugs. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll be there. And, and I remember showing up at the comedy club with no plan. When I walked in, I thought, you know, the craziest stunt I could do would be to get on stage and not do a stunt, but try to make people laugh, like yeah. just talking. And, oh, okay. Uh, and so I, so I just winged it, you know, like. Um, and it and it went all right. I, I mean, mean I, I, I couldn't have been on stage for longer than three minutes that first time. It's nerve wracking, though. I had like been waiting for my turn to get on stage and just thinking about like, oh, what am I going to say? I ended up getting on stage. I said, hey, everybody, I'm in the mood for a blowjob. Does anybody want one? And like, and I got a laugh. That's you actually know? a bit. Yeah, I got, I got a laugh, and 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 like over, you know, more than anything, I had the sense that people were excited to see me, and they were rooting for me to do well, and they just wanted to have a good time. Now, are you going with people do what? Like, do you? Is it like do you find when you put like you go into some place, it's like your hardcore fans that are oh Steve from Jackass, or is it people that just don't know and they just it, know it, you as a comedian now it's it's a pretty it's a pretty wild mix i think people are starting to get it you know that that i'm doing that 
You yeah. know, it's crazy nine years, you'd think that, <laughs> but my reputation will never be for stand-up. <laughs> but yeah, like I just, you know, I, that first time in 2006, I had a good experience and I scheduled my return before I left the building that night. Yeah. And uh, and I and then I just had like sort of mixed experiences and I had to get sober and it was years later. And how comedy clubs, you get people who don't know as much because they're yeah. just going to a comedy club. Theaters right. will be all hardcore fans. Yeah. But a comedy club, 15% of them, 20% are like, hey, let's go to a comedy club Saturday. Oh, yeah, I know, Steve. Okay. They're not necessarily hardcore right. fans. Did you talk to comedians about, like, writing bits and this and that? I or? did. I did. I actually, uh, you know, like, it's it, it kind of an unlikely friendship, but it was uh, Dane Cook, like, really okay. took me under his wing. And, uh, like, I, we'd meet up at the comedy club, and, and uh, you know, he'd perform, I'd perform, or the, or the other way around, and we'd sit down and give me notes and stuff. Nice. But, yeah, I've really worked on it, man. And over the course of... Uh, over the course of these nine years, my worlds have all kind of married into one to where now the, the show that I'm doing, it's called the Bucket List Tour. Okay. And there's yeah. like the bucket list for me is like a, all these jackass stunts that were like just super messed up and didn't happen for various reasons. And I decided to do them all for this tour. So I made an act out of it. And after each bit in the show, I screened the footage. Oh, all right. Well, that's, is, yeah, that's interesting. Which is exclusive to the tour. So the, the show is like part jackass movie premiere, part stand-up show so you do still doing the the stunts and stuff. yeah like like uh the cauliflower ear is a bit for the tour that's so cool man that's commitment too that is that's commitment. really being committed <laughs> and, and how long is like a typical show like how, uh, long, how they, long are you up there now i know you started I, with three minutes when you just right, fucked around. I'm, I'm up there for like an hour 15 wow jimmy that's a long time though it is because after like 50 minutes i'm looking at the clock and i'm like what right. am i doing well the thing is that there's there's a bunch i get little breaks throughout the show while the, the clips are being screened yeah. <laughs> i like the glasses by the way are they new? Oh, thanks man um yeah, they're actually prescription glasses. Yeah. I've been wearing them for shit two years now, almost. Who okay. would think, like, out of like the, the 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 jackass like crew, that he would look one of the healthiest now? Like, he was. Yeah. You know what I mean, oh, I didn't thanks, expect man. to see him looking good. Not not that. Not, not, to, hey, not to worry, man. There's every reason yeah. to not expect me to look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny. Yeah, I remember th we would all think about Steve. Like, he has got to get so, and then all of a sudden he did. I mean, yeah. I realized the first you. time I met you was like. 17 years ago, you did Opie and Anthony. Oh, how about that? With yeah. a girl named D. I remember that. We were on the afternoons on WNEW, and I can't believe, I, as we're talking, I just did some math. I'm like, that's fucking 17 years ago. 17 years ago. And you know, you know, Jim, and I, I wonder, I know that when uh, when Jackass 3D came out in, uh, in theaters, <laughs> that morning I was on Opie and Anthony, I was on Howard Stern, and on both shows, I went on and I said, yo, I've been doing fucking stand-up every night. I'm in the club like all the time. I want to do a, a gig in New York City tonight. And I went on to, after because after after that morning, because I said that on the radio, all of a sudden the phone starts ringing off the hook and I get a whole tour booked. And that was like nine years ago. You know, I've been touring, yeah, ever, touring oh, wow. ever since. And I went on to attribute sort of the launch of this comedy tour to having said that on the Howard Stern show. And I think, if I'm if I'm correct, that Jim and you know the Opie and Anthony guys were like, "Wait, fuck that! Hold on, we were the ones who got him that 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 gig that night," you know. And and I don't know. If I don't it, remember to be honest with okay, you. Okay, great though. Where was the gig? Do you remember? I did the cellar that night. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. That probably did not come from Howard. All <laughs> <laughs> well, respect to Howard Stern, but no, I don't All really right. give him. Hey, man, I'm glad. I'm glad I brought that up because I was I was worried, Jim, that maybe like I had I had you know thrown a curveball into our relationship. Not even a okay, little. No. Great. No. Even it. if I got it for you and you credited him, it's okay. I don't remember to be honest. <laughs> Good. When you started yeah. Jackass, how old were you? Uh, Jackass came out. I was 26. So when? So I mean, this not this. I don't want this to come out the wrong way because I feel very privilege to make a, a life out of fighting and teaching jujitsu and I do all the fun stuff I like to do. When did you last know? You didn't have a real job for a while, right? You did the, with the, the jackass the, the, the job that I had before Jackass, yeah. I was a professional circus clown. Oh man, you you have the fucking life. Look at you, yeah. <laughs> look at you, I, man. I, I, I graduated from Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. <laughs> that would surprise me with anybody else but you for some reason. <laughs> did you like the Zach Galifianaka show? Uh, oh shit! I had the baskets. Yes, I, I still haven't seen that. Oh, I, I never even watched. But I hear great things about it. I don't know what you're talking about. 
There was a scene like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's he played a, a clown, but there's there was a really funny scene. Well, no, it's about a clown. Oh, it is. The, okay, the yeah. whole series is about a clown. It's on FX. So you were a cl- a clown. You were what? A rodeo see, clown? See, I, I no, I was a circus clown. Oh, circus clown. I, I dropped out of college, and Wh- I was. Where'd like, you live? Where was this? Well, I grew up in five different countries. Okay. I, I went to the University of Miami. I dropped out. What'd you do the circus clown thing? Where was that? That was in Florida as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, when I dropped out of college. I'm like, people are like, well, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> You know, you're just gonna, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to become a crazy famous stuntman, you know, with the, by, by videotaping stunts with my home video camera. Every, this was in 1993. I said I was going to do that. Ahead of your time, man. And, and, and I'm like, I'm going to videotape shit with my home <laughs> video camera and I'm going to become famous. And everybody I said that to just straight felt sorry for me. They were like, what a fucking loser. This guy's heading nowhere. And uh, and I just wouldn't quit. But then uh, I was homeless for like three years, like couch surfing. I had yeah. like nothing was working for me. I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I found out about clown college. <laughs> and, and I was like, dude, if I could graduate from clown college, then I'll be a, I'll be a trained circus professional and people would take me more seriously as a stuntman. And that was my motivation. Now, when you me. went home, is it like, all right, mom and dad, I got good news and bad news. I'm going to college. I'm going to college. But <laughs> you bring out the fucking nose. And the, what the fuck? I gotta wear the big shoes. Oh, dude, they, they 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 were they weren't exactly thrilled. <laughs> They're all happy. I couldn't believe it. What the fuck is a cl- clown college? Dude, dude, it's even worse. It's even worse because at the time that I was going to clown college, my cousin was was going to mortician school. He was learning how to embalm dead bodies and become oh, a mortician. I, I thought my family's fucked up. And so, I'm yeah. only kidding. Were they happy for him? Well, great. I mean, he was the, dude, my cousin's in mortician school at the same time <laughs> that I'm in clown college, and our mothers were getting hammered, arguing over whose son was a bigger loser. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, that is fantastic. No, they were both saying their own son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, my son's a fucking clown. <laughs> like, I win. <laughs> Well, you you're, are you're a, a funny stand-up a winner though, man. in life. People right. really love watching you, and you've made the uh, the transition really well. Well, thank yes. you. I appreciate that, Jim. Thank Go you. see him. Uh, Steve is going to be in, uh, again, Timonium, Maryland at Magoobies, which is a great club I've done many times, or a Helium Comedy Club in Philly, which is awesome. Um, you know, so go see Steve-O if you 100%. want. 100%. What do you want to, anything else you want to plug? I have Charlotte anything? and, uh, I'm also at Helium, but not till November, yeah. and Charlotte November. So that's all I have coming up. And me, I'll be here on Wednesday with you, Jimmy. Yes, sir, we will you be know? here previewing the uh, Singapore part. I can't wait. And Matt, what a, what an honor, what a pleasure oh, to meet my you. God, man. And uh, my sincerest apologies for, for uh, cutting off your question. Oh, are you kidding me? I even <laughs> forgot about that. I got the memory of yeah, a goldfish. I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm happy to meet you. I feel like I know you, man. This Matt's is a person who can't hold a grudge because he Good. just forgets. I the beauty of Matt. <laughs> it's true. Good. Hey, man, great to meet you, bro. Hey, Thanks, likewise. Steve. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for hanging out. See you guys next uh, Wednesday. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.